Lights, camera, action. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest podcast in the world. This is the Stanley Only Boys. What the hell is a Stanley Only Boy? You don't know who the Stanley Only Boys are? Well, okay. Let me show you. All right, welcome back to Stanley Only Boys. It's your boy Griffin. What's going on? It's your boy KLB. What's up? It's Adon, the fastest Stanley Only Boy, the Stanley Only Boy with the best tattoos, all that Ooh, shit. Hey, what, what was, what Most Dominican Stanley Only Boy, all that, shit, dog. All that, dude. <laughs> and uh, we're here joined with the Incas crew, uh, excluding um, Danielle. Shout out to you, Shorty. Shout out to Danielle. Richie and Mel. What's up, man? Good to have you guys. How you guys doing, man? Good, man. Chilling. How, well, I was just talking to you about your head tattoo. How did that, that shit had to hurt, no? Actually, it didn't hurt that bad. I thought it was going to hurt a lot more than it did, and I even threw up before the tattoo. Oh, damn. I was threw so worried. Oh. Yeah. I went to McDonald's and ate and came back across the street to the convention in in um in um, Atlanta, and uh, I was in a room full of people from L.A., and I thought, oh, Lord, all these cholos, man, I'm going to look like a punk. And then <laughs> I got on there, sat down, and I didn't feel nothing. I really? was really shocked that the head didn't hurt that bad. What made you get a head tattoo? Like I just always wanted one. It's like a almost like a Julius Caesar type. Thing. Yeah, like yeah. the. And actually, yeah. it's got a. I have a kid that law. I you know passed away, so I got Sorry the first skull with him, and then all my other kids, I put a skull for them too. So all my kids are represented in it. Yeah. So it's just basically saying I'm the king of my family. Right. Yeah. So that's basically what it that's was. why Don got skulls on his arm. There's all his kids too. No, man. no, I don't. I don't. Yeah, man. It's just because he says all these niggas is my sons. Is what no, he says. No, no, so. I didn't say any of that. He literally says that all the time. No, yeah, he, he literally says it in all the time. It was yeah. just um. No, I just wanted to, because for the longest I kept getting small tattoos, you know, and I always said I was gonna fill this arm up, but I just kept fucking around, and then one day I hit up Incas, and my boy Richie came through, and he's like, I just told him kind of what I wanted. He's like, bro, two things I'm good at: skulls and roses. So how long you been tattooing, Richie Rich? Uh, well, right there, I've been I've been with Incas for about two years, a little over two years, and um, uh, besides that, I've been before that I was just doing it on and off, really like family and friends and stuff, you know. Before that, and uh, you know, I finally got in there, man. Got got my equipment, and I started tattooing there at Incas, man. It's been about two years and a half. That's one thing. It's not a haircut, you know. When they're like your friends, like yo, let me try like tattooing you. It's it's. Yeah, you gotta yeah. Have some. I mean, yeah, and when you start though, it's you can find a lot of guinea pigs, man. Like it's oh, yeah. a lot of people. They there's a lot of people that don't care, man. They they're like, hey, I don't care, man. I just want something on there. I'm like, dude, I can't. I, I might fuck you up. They're like, I don't care, dude. Put it on there. I just want something on there. I'm like, all right, dude. Damn, let's go. But I feel like I feel like even bad tattoos. Like, I I never got a bad tattoo because like I always like try to go to like the best people. But I feel like even like people like have bad tattoos, like there's a story behind it. So it's always like cool as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got a lot of bad tattoos. Yeah. And there's a story behind Oh, no, dude. I feel like <laughs> people that tattoo tattoos. usually have, like, the yeah. shittiest tattoos, do. dude. No, tattoo yeah. artists? Yeah. 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 Most of them do yeah. because we let our friends do it. Or, like, yourselves. We let ourselves. Yeah. So, a lot of the Somebody wants to try something new. Ourselves. They're like, hey, man, let me yeah. learn something new. Fucking yeah. well, what, what, do you th- what would you say is a bad tattoo on you right now? Worst one, I guess. Oh, I got a lot of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I covered a lot of I guess I don't really have a lot of bad ones showing no more because I covered some up. That's a bad one. 
It's just dark. The what guy hammered it. It was a biker dude. But I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm really happy for that biker dude because he actually gave me my start here in Georgia. You know, it's hard to break into any any tattoo um, in, in the tattoo industry right. and to be Latin here 20-something years ago and try to break in. It was real bad. So this guy took a chance on me and and gave me the opportunity down in Rome. Then I worked for him in Calhoun, and then I branched off and did my own thing up here in Dalton. Wow. So when did you, like, establish Incas? Incas probably was established about 20 years ago. 20 years right ago. at 20 years almost. Dang. Yeah, but, I mean, it was actually conceived in Calhoun. I was just doodling and drawing, and I, I put the name on, and then I thought this would be a good place. And a, a homeboy was standing there, and he goes, well, let's open it. And I was like... You know what? Goes, I'll put the money up. Let's open it. So I was like, at the time, I was getting a lot of um, uh, the guy I was working for, even though he helped me out, he was being a little, nah, I won't say prejudice. You know, I was kind of used fuck to. fuck him. <laughs> he was talking shit a lot. And a lot of Latins were starting to come in. Finally, they weren't scared to go into place. And then I started seeing them at stores and stuff. And they were telling me, I'm not going back there. And I was like, well, what do you mean? Why not? You know, I'm tattooing there. Well, that guy's racist. He's prejudiced. He's this. So I was like. I got to get out of here. This yeah. guy's messing Your business my money yeah. up or, you know, his own people wanted me and didn't want him. And that's when it really started to become a problem because he was mad that they wouldn't let him tattoo him. Mm. So, I, Which is I just, weird, man. Because like, if you own a business, why are you being a dick, dude? Like, you know what I'm saying? The <laughs> whole like, money. the whole idea of a business. This dick was it, about though. seven foot tall, so he <laughs> was a big dick, man. <laughs> that's what I'm, but I'm saying. Like, the whole idea of a business is for people to keep coming you're back. Right. You know you're what I'm right. saying? Like, you're right. Why treat people like shit? Like, well, that's um, why I had to. I had to leave. And I feel like a lot of tattoo shops have that stigma, bro. Yeah. And they do, and you're right. And and that's why, like, when they started to come to us, it was different. We weren't like that, you know. Yeah. And we tried not to be. I'm not gonna lie. Over the years, I've had people in there that didn't start like that, but then ended up like that because right. if they get a real, real big head, then they they tend to forget where they came from and they treat the people a little differently yeah i try not to do that because i remember where i came from right so and, and i like to too. have people that work with me that feel the same way you know and i'm a go-getter so i like to have go-getters you know so i mean we got rich and daniela and i just try to keep it like that and i've had a lot of people over the years come into the shop that worked for yeah because i when i was um i asked richie last when he was doing uh, my tattoo i'm like is it just you three here? And he's like, yeah, my, that's crazy. I remember not even that long ago, for like a couple of years ago, that was like at least like three there or four. There were four to five of us at yeah. the old shop, yeah. the one on um, 41 Highway, but um, that was a bigger shop too. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's hard to have that many people and feed them. And at that time, you know, with a lot of shops in town, people are going to go everywhere. So, and we, I mean, we have a pretty hardcore core of people that just come to us and they don't go nowhere else, but then you got the other ones that go here, go there. Right. Yeah. And that to, uh, to an artist who's just starting, it could hurt them because you know, they got to eat. So you don't want to put too many people in there because if you got too many people, everyone can't eat. Right. And then you're going to lose your people. So you try, it's, it's a balancing act and it really, really sucks. You know, at 20 years, I've lost a lot of people and a lot of people that I loved and I wish that still could be there. And then some of them left salty and some of them left on good terms, you know. But, you know, it's it's sad when you got somebody and you put a lot of work into them or you, you try to help them and then they book on you and then they open something right down the road. Yeah. That's probably the most... Demoralizing. Yeah, but I mean, that's something that you can't control, you know what and I'm saying? And you can't so control you gotta, it. You gotta just roll you gotta it. You got to kind of... 
suck it up and and deal with it, yeah. like you said. But it, my, it still hurts. My my dad <laughs> my dad owns a taxi company up in New York, and like a lot of the guys that he like brought Don't. from the city to work with him, like eventually ended up starting like their own company. And I remember like him being salty about it. And I'm like, my nigga, you can't be salty about it because you did the same shit. You know what I mean? Hold on, hold on. What did you say at the beginning of that sentence? What? You're who? My my, my dad. <laughs> my father. Yeah. You got a dad, dude? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah, showed yeah. up 16 years too late, but he's there. Though. Shout out Poppy yeah. one time. Gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of the same deal, man. It's, like, it's one of those things where like... They come in, you show them how to do it, and then it's up to them if they want to stay with you or they right, want to like right. do their and own that's thing. That's true. That's yeah. true. It's true. Because it's a craft. You know what I'm saying? You can having a craft. I feel like is the best thing you could ever have because you can you can do that shit anyway. You can do that shit right. here. And that is whatever. what's good about our craft is we can go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And it's like that. I think in every business, really. You know, I've, I've worked at restaurants, been in charge of a restaurant. You have people they save up enough and then they run another, and they they open another restaurant down the road. Same thing. You know. Yeah. I guess somebody finally fills their pockets and you know they move on. Uh, it's it's like that in every business though, man. Yeah, I'm waiting to branch off, have my solo podcast after this time. <laughs> sure, like I remember when I got my first tattoo, like I actually went like to you, and right. it was like a I wanted like a sugar skull, and I remember we had sat there, we talked about it, you're like yo, let's make some fuck, get something else, and we started just adding on like a bunch of random shit. So I ended up a sugar skull with a gas mask and like little daisies in the eyes, right? And uh, but at the time, like I felt like Inkles was like the only tattoo place to, like go to. Right. Same. Like, that's what I'd always no. heard about. That's why everything. That's the whole reason I went. Right. And then when I went, <clears throat> and uh, I went in, you greeted me, told me the whole thing. You're like, yeah, fuck you, know, let's do it. And I remember as soon as we started, and like I was kind of nervous. I was like, yo, this is my first tattoo, <laughs> this and that. And he's like, yeah, me too. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, yeah, this is my first tattoo. <laughs> and then yeah, you held the gun, and you're kind of like shaking. <laughs> and then you're like, ah, oh, shit, I don't know. Uh, are you sure? You, I was like, "Fuck, dude!" I was what like, "You for dick, real?" Dude. <laughs> How do you power this shit on, man? <laughs> and I was oh, like, "Just for real." Dude. He was like, "No, no, no, I'm just fucking with you." They started yeah. going at it. Damn. Yeah, like, like, usually, usually the boss is here to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody <laughs> held my hand. <laughs> But, but I don't do that too much no more. No, but I feel like that stuff like that, like that's the whole reason I came back. If right. it wasn't for that, like just joking and like right. cutting up yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But I feel like that that matters a lot into like a whole bunch of businesses. Yeah, I tried to make it personable back then because like I said, we were just starting, so you wanna <clears throat> build up a connection with your people or your area. So and at that time I probably was the only Latin tattoo artist in town too, as far as in the shop. There were other guys in the street. Yeah. And but that's about it. But yeah, at the time we we've come a long way since then. Because I felt that's so a lot of Latin shops. It was uh it was the one where G's at now. Yeah. The the white people that yeah. were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Dennis. There's the one by the fairgrounds, which is Wicked Inc. Yeah, oh, Wicked yeah, yeah. Dennis, yeah. <laughs> and then you had Rick down on um what is that? Um, Walnut Avenue. Yeah, right where the Dominican hair mm-hmm. place is. He's right next door. And that was that was yeah. pretty much all the ones I remember at the time. There was a few more, but those were probably you had also. Um, what's his name? Skeet. Skeet had a place over there. God, his tattoos were horrible though, man. But Skeet. Had I've never a seen place. a good Skeet tattoo. I've seen some of his stuff. That's I'm not, good. I'm not, I don't I've think seen I've seen his work. Yeah, now I remember when he had like the he had like a barbershop. He had a tattoo on the back. Tattooing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. There was like a music studio too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very oh, versatile oh. place. Yeah. It's like a yeah. fucking mall in here, dude. Yeah. 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 You know the Californians just like that, man. Yeah. You go to Texas and California, they got everything in those little swap meets. Swap meets, man. Yeah. 
fries. Post up right there. Hey, even in Atlanta, they got it right there at the at the flea markets and stuff. Yeah. You got people tattooing right there, man. It's like the what's it's it cutting called? Cutting hair next. Like <laughs> a few it's little insane. Tables so, down down there, man. Getting tired to get a hair like. Just let me. I feel like cutting hair and like doing tattoos is pretty similar, though. Yeah, you know when no. We, we, when no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not similar at all. One girl's back, man. Maybe a clientele. You got your clientele and stuff like that. Yeah. But. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll say that. I, don't know, I saw one episode of Ink Masters that they made him cut hair, so that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 kind of weird. But I'm not going to lie. When I grew up in Chicago, I was cutting hair. I was lining. I was doing all that. And maybe it does go with it. Because, I mean, yeah. I did do it. I mean, it's art at the end of the day. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, thing. we put the lines in. We yeah. I didn't do what they do in Texas. I wish. Doing, like, portraits <clears throat> on here. No, that shit yeah. looks amazing. Only yeah. time I thought about cutting, cutting hair is because I needed a fade. Like, like now, man. And I, was like, <laughs> I can't find a barber, dude. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to cut my own fucking hair, man. I've done it before, and I fucked myself up. Yeah. Dude, I, so fuck, I don't do it no more. I fucked yeah. my little brother up one time. Bad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> he still doesn't talk to me to this day. <laughs> Actually, he doesn't. It's real yeah. life. So, <laughs> real life. speaking about that, man, how's you guys' is like, like your body? More, more like your hands. I mean, I, I will. Show me body, pause, 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 pause. pause. No, I'm just saying like, because I mean, I write for like two pages of whatever the fuck, right? My hands are killing me. How's it like, you know, tattooing for hours on someone? Well, I can tell you after about 30-something years. years of tattooing, my hands are, they're at its end. But, you know, tattooing's come a long way, too. And the machines that we got now, the rotaries, they are a lot lighter. And it's allowed me probably just to make it the last five years because of that. Because those other machines really tore my hands. Is it the, like, it's just the vibration? It vibrates so much? or? Yeah. Honestly, to me, I don't think it's the vibration. It vibrated more before. It's the speed of the tattoos. If you do smaller tattoos and you don't move a lot, which I watch a lot of people, they do do that. I come from old school and we'd like to do bigger shit and just like murder it. Yeah. And when you do do that, you take a toll on your arms, your shoulders, your hands, because doing that, you just, yeah, my back is, I'm not as bad as I used to be. As you get older, you learn like, I'm going to move here. I'm not going to move. I'm going to put my hands on something. So you learn a little bit more. The good thing about the younger artists, they're learning that almost right away. Right. So that should help them go a lot further. It's oh, kind of yeah. like like anything. You know, you learn to work um, smarter, not harder. Right. Yeah. So what about you? So you say you've been tired 30 years? I like a little there? bit more than that. I started tattooing um, when I was about 13 years old, my first tattoo. 13 years old? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm from Chicago. God, you just... <laughs> it was a street thing. Just a but, badass kid, probably, dude. Yeah, I was doing the rest shit back then. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody has that, that one story, though, like... Well, I remember I was in fucking like like middle school, dude, and and one of my friends wanted a tattoo, so so I, I forgot what I grabbed, man. Something I started scratching the fuck out of his arm, and then oh, and then I grabbed the pen. I'm like, damn, you, I'm gonna do a tattoo on you, man. Hold on, <laughs> I just fucked his arm up, and it, it, the ink didn't even stick on there, dude. Oh, I'm like, what? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And, but now now like the machines from nowadays, I, I like these machines. When I first started too, I started with the coils. Yeah. And they're heavier, and to me, it was the vibration, like, just having that machine on there, man. I, uh, during the tattoo, it wasn't that bad, but when I got done, I felt like, like, shocks all over, like, my hands were just, yeah. like, 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 up, man. Kind of like, like your hand was asleep? Like, on my joints, like, it was just, like, fucking, like, like prickles all over that shit, oh. man. Like, damn, it was fucking me up. And these machines I got now, like, like they're, they're, they're a lot easier on my hand. So, how long you been tattooing? 
For about uh, like just well, for like when you first started. Shit, first point. I, I got my first machine when I was eighteen, but I I I didn't really want to fuck around with it too much because usually like my jobs I was in I was um I was making good money. I didn't really see it as you know uh, making it uh, really I guess an income, and uh, I I just do it in somebody like my brother usually yeah. my brother he put a, himself up for a canvas and he'd be like hey man well you know. <laughs> Uh, I want I want to get something, put something on me, and he, he knew I was trying to learn and shit. Like man, just do it, and and he helped me out a lot, you know, like just uh, getting my confidence confidence up and uh, running some tattoos on them, and and uh, you know it took me a while, so I, I do it on and off, and family, friends, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So then, how long for you? Uh, did, so is Inca's the only shop you worked at? Yeah. So yeah, then, I've been how, there with those guys. Since how long were you tattooing before that? Before you got into the shop? Before that, uh, I was. A, like a, just on and off. Yeah. How many years you say? Shit. Since I was eighteen, that's when I got my first uh, machine. But it was, mm, it was. I ran one. Like let's say I ran one when I was eighteen. Then I'd be like twenty, run another one, mm. and you know a couple, and then you know just just skipped a few years every now and then, and and finally I said you know what like uh, I used to when I was in 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 school all through school I used to just just sit there and draw. Just draw. Right? Fuck doing okay. work. Fuck math yeah. class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this. man. And uh, yeah. it started. It started when I was young. I had a crush on my teachers, man. So, so I draw them. Shout some... out, Mr. Williams, one time. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you know, and I was like, I draw them shit, some Power Rangers shit or something, man. When I was in elementary school, and and uh, and then after that, you know, I started drawing and and selling my 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 drawings, and and uh, it, just all through school, that's all I did. Teachers, they they wouldn't even fuck with me because they they like my work. So uh, that that's all I did. So tattooing was always in the back of my head. That's what's up. You end up getting with any of the teachers? Huh? No, nah, man. <laughs> no. Nah, one time I used to follow my sister uh, to kindergarten, and I used to follow her just because I liked her teacher, man. And, and, uh, <laughs> and I remember I drew her something, and then my sister she knew that I liked her, and then one day she told her. <laughs> and uh, and my sister, during, oh, yeah, that's in, a sister putting in, you on. In, in recess, uh, and we're playing outside, and she's like, "Hey, everybody, come around in a circle." And uh, and uh, you know, I'm like, "Man, I didn't know what's up." And, and she's like, "Hey, Ricardo, what's this? What's this that I hear that 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 you like me?" And I was like, "Oh, oh shit. shit!" And she made me give her a kiss on her cheek what? in front of everybody. So I'm like, "Oh, oh Damn. Damn. Was it fucking teacher R. Kelly, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that shit doesn't fly now, but <laughs> hey, back in the day, hell yeah. No, if it was in Spanish, I'd say maestra, so you know it's a female. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like me? You my pussy right now, man. You want to pee on you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, hey, here, little kid, record this shit real quick. <laughs> how's, the, how's the hiring process, yeah. dude? You gotta get like jumped in into the ecosystem. <laughs> like, like, you do, man. You do. Because, you do. <laughs> like, I always wondered, I'm like, do you like have to show your work before? Or do you have to, like, yeah, go usually, when I, I mean, I've had, well, both both ways. I mean, if I, like, when Richie first came, I helped him out. He got in because, like, he says he was doing it here and there, and I seen him mm-hmm. online and I hit him up. And he was actually not living here yet. He was in um, Mississippi or. Yeah, or yeah, and so I hit him up and told him when he comes back, and I had to wait a little while, but then he got in, but he was already familiar with the machines and stuff, Welcome so we just helped helped him, you know, get to a point where he could start doing his own thing, because when you're, when you're tattooing, someone could teach you something, but that may not be your style, 
You know, everybody ends up having their own style along the way. You know, you, you start off maybe liking one person's style and then you get your own. You know, you figure out how to use the black and gray a certain way and you like that. Or some people like stippling and putting a lot of like drag patterns or marks. Some people don't like none of it. Well, what he exactly? Likes, like, because I mean, it's just all is going over my head like the, the back. Because I mean, to me, it's, all of it's fucking painful. You know, all right. of it just looks like. Well, so what it's exactly, all going to be painful in the long run yeah, if, if you no, get a, yeah, a good looking yeah, tattoo. Yeah. It's going to hurt. But so like, you know? what are. What do you like? What do you mean? Like your, everybody's own style? Like, like what is? Well, if you ever seen a tattoo with where it shows all the drags, or it doesn't show, or or no blends, where it looks real, like it looks really smooth. It goes from dark to light, and 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 it, you don't see no pause, stop. Those are different styles. Some people like to show drag marks where it goes like where you see the actual needle drag, and they like that. You know, that's like an old school yeah, that's way. Like, fuck those people, dude. Doing, <laughs> yeah, that, sounds, that sounds like it hurts so bad. Well, I mean, it all hurts. It all but hurts, you know, Yeah, sure. it all hurts. But, you know, I mean, 10 hours, dude. I know that yeah, had to hurt. That hurt like a bitch, dude. Yeah, 10 hours is a long time yeah. to, to that, This one up here was 12 up here. Yeah, that's yeah. a long God. time. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. But I mean, you just you you have to see somebody's art, and it depends what you want to get. You know, over the years, I've I've had all kinds of artists, and at times I didn't want no artist. I wanted someone to come in that would just do the flash off the wall because yeah. I had at one time there were four or five of us, and we were all artists, meaning we can all draw. Well, when you get another person that wants to draw, and it's like, oh my god! But it's changed over the years. Before people would come in and pick a picture out. Now they don't want to pick a picture. Now they have some. So they got an idea. Google they want you to draw Google it or yeah. Google. Yeah. That's that's Pinterest. the new Pinterest and Instagram, Google. Instagram and Instagram. Yeah. People hey. snatch the people stuff up. Yeah. And what I try to do when they do that, because if they're adamant about that, I have to make a living. I don't want to copy somebody, but I have to make a living. Right. Yeah. So I'll usually go find a different woman's face or different this, different that, and I'll do the same. You did that with this thing. one, right? Because yeah, I remember showing right. the picture, and yeah, yeah, you ended up. I try to it. do it a different so that it's not totally bit off of someone because I just don't. What I get worried about more is that person hitting me up in my DM and saying, "Hey, you asshole! Why the fuck did you do my work?" And that, like, oh, I, yeah. you know, because I know how that feels. Because I got a lot of pieces that I did, and the same shit happened to me. Yeah. You really? know, it comes back, and I'm like, "What the fuck, man? I drew that for you. You were supposed to get it done here. Well, I took it over there, and he did it for less." Oh wow. hell no! I want to fuck you up now. You wow. know, and that goddamn artist. You <laughs> yeah. know, because before artists had. That's where I don't respect that shit. We had respect for one another. Integrity, man. There's one thing about opening the shop down the road and you doing your work. There's another thing with you just stealing my idea and then doing it and making money off my back. Yeah. Even um, with things like that, because I remember I was getting this one and I wanted to fill out the rest of my arm. Richie was like, even asked you, I'm like, yo, he can did. I can I do the? He did. I didn't know that was a like a thing, you know. And I like that, and I respect that, and that's cool, you know. He didn't have to do that. Some people don't do that, but that's where we came from, you know. All those guys that you were talking about, Dennis, Rick, um, Vamp, all those guys had what we had. They're all older dudes, and we had that respect that we would not tread on each other's work. Now they don't give a fuck. Nobody Damn. gives a fuck. But back then, it was cool. They'd say, hey, man, I'm not touching that. Mal did it. And I'd say, hey, man, I'm not touching that. Vamp did it. Or, you know, Dennis did it. You know, back then, it was a little different. We, a lot of those guys were bikers and, you know, ex-gang members, shit like that. So, so like, the integrity, already, the loyalty ran deep in there. Right. Already. It was a little bit more yeah. uh, where that runs deep, where, yeah. you know, it was like, 
Don't fuck with that. Yeah. So like, we don't want to start no trouble. You know, like yeah. let's keep the beef down. Yeah, when I got the Polynesian tattoo, dude, I thought it was gonna look just like the Rock, but it turns out you have to work <laughs> out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so like, were you able to tell the difference? But like, which artist drew what? Or you know. It's starting to get a little more blurry where you can't really tell as much because there's a lot of Hispanics now here doing it. So mm. a lot of us have the same styles. Yes, I can still tell mine difference. And you could before. Now you're not too much. Right. Everybody is starting to catch up to one another. So what, what would you say your style is? What do I like to do? I like yeah. to do realism. I like to do black and gray. Uh, photo real. I like to do color. Photo realism. I do whatever pays the bills. Yeah. I but I was brought up that way. When I first started in the shop, I had to do whatever walked in the damn door. Yeah. So when you get used to that, that's how it is, you know. And my artist that came in the beginning, I did the same thing. But all those guys wanted to have a shop where we had appointments so slowly it started to work its way like that but honestly if, if you want to make money you have to do some to come in the door too yeah because if there's a couple reasons <clears throat> how are you going to keep building clientele if you're only doing those other people that come in for appointments or whatever it's hard to build your reputation or clientele up. yeah so that's what helped out incas mm -hmm. at the time there were five of us four of us we were rolling strong staying till five six in the morning seven we didn't care i was younger than 30 years old you, you know i'm that, 51 right? now i don't want to do You're 51 that. yeah man i'm wow. 51 yeah, i don't want to do that no more you know when i was 20 something 30 hell yeah you know and my old lady didn't like that crap we were coming home <laughs> We were working five, six days yeah. a week all the time over there. Fridays and Saturdays, it was like a party in there. You know, people were there all night. People would just come to the shop just to, to see it. what girls or guys are in wow. there, you know, to, to hook up. They go to the shop and everyone was standing around. We're tattooing. People were everywhere hooking mm -hmm. up, talking. It was like, you know, we had the music going. It was different. We had 3,500 square feet back then. Yeah. So it was like being in a mini club. So <laughs> they'd go to Incas just to hang out. Everybody and like the setup I had too, like I had like a bunch of like stuff all over, like like your booth, I guess. Right. It was kind of like set up, kind of right. like a pyramid. Yeah, yeah. At the time, I had a pyramid. <clears throat> I sat in a pyramid. It was it was tough. We had curtains. We had everything, and I tried to keep it where everyone was still together. We're together even more now, but that came from over. We had rooms and stuff like that, and then it started getting cutthroat. People were taking people to the house. People were talking about oh, other wow. artists, and you know that's not healthy. So it's better to for me, and I've noticed even the West Coast, everybody's done it, to have an open fuck concept. Yeah. This way, if that motherfucker's talking <clears throat> shit about you, yeah. you're going to check it and <laughs> stop it in the bud right away. Yeah. No more, you know, hey, you know, we were, I was like a fireman. I'd be like, hey, man, no, 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 no. No, you know, I, I, I have to be. I'm, I don't want my artists, you know, tripping on each other yeah. for no reason, you know. So now mm -hmm. we're with each other. We're with each other, so ain't nobody gonna, you know, we could cut up with together. If it, it feels like you're in the trenches with them. Right. Yeah. From the trenches, we were, baby. We were still in the trenches, but it was a little different. You yeah. know, we were like separated. And I didn't I didn't like it. Yeah. What would you say uh, your style is, Rich? Uh shit. I don't know, man. I, I think I got into it for realism, but when I started tattooing, I just uh, everything else, man. I've liked uh running color and everything really. Color, I like Color mixing and and uh, just seeing, I guess, just packing it in there. You get like a certain fucking like satisfaction. Just I've seen it. Si wow. Getting that that ink in there, man. And uh, but 
Uh, here lately, I guess it's changed. It's it's changed, but I still love realism. Um, I think that's probably my main thing, realism. But it, you know, I've I've really been liking American traditional here lately. Uh, whenever I Can read I those this? pieces, I, I, yeah, I, I like fuck that. With that show that's American traditional, and, uh, right? Yeah. yeah, that's on that style. Yeah, like more like traditional. Yeah, darker. It's like darker, <laughs> darker work. Bigger lines, thicker lines. Mm. A lot Mags. of drag patterns that we we're talking about. Mm. It's just like a, a, a straight black. Instead of shading, you whip it. Yeah. You whip mm. it, and then you, you don't use color. shades. Pretty yeah. much, you just you you use your straight. your whip your yeah. whip pretty much to to run that shade. You the the speed of your hand more. And, and I, I've been it like does it's vibrant. Running those thick lines, you got thicker lines and and visible lines and all that. I've been liking that a lot, man. It, that's it's changing. What's the what's the weirdest uh, body part you've ever tattooed? You take it away. Work, man, it, it, it was uh, recent. Somebody asked me that same damn question today, and I told him that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I did this Elmer Fudd on this guy's ass, and it was right on his at right up by his butt crack. And it said, you come out of that hole, you rascally wabbit. <laughs> and then he would wow. tell the girls, I got the rabbit in my, you know, he's in the inside of his cheeks. So he did it to... So it's like inside cheeks his and, cheeks. Yeah, but it wasn't. No, Elmer Fudd was just right there oh. with his gun waiting for the rabbit. Oh, but like to at the top, out. like a like a tramp stamp almost? No, in his butt crack. Like right there at the crack <laughs> of it. Uh, on his 18th birthday, he was a hunter and he got <laughs> Well, he ain't a kid no more, man. Yeah. The guy was from um Calhoun and he came in on his 18th birthday and I just thought, really? <laughs> really? But I've had a lot of women over the it's years. Give me a picture get... of it right here, dude. <laughs> you, you know what? I got a picture of it, like but it's just not on me. Or something, man. Like somebody sees that. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you, Richie. Uh, so, like not being like not having been working at a shop or anything. Like, how's the atmosphere for you? And like, how's your experience now? Uh, the difference from the shop and now, or or like, because like you said, you, you never worked at a shop before. Uh, yeah, man. Um. Well, I like uh, the working here. It's giving me more free time for sure. Uh, I used to uh, most of most of the time. I used to work a lot. Uh, I stayed working probably about six, seven days a week. So you know, being being here tattooing, I've I've really dedicated a, a lot of my life to tattooing too. Uh, but it gives me a little bit more free time than than I used to have. So that that's a big big change. I have my daughter, so that that gives me a lot more time with right. her. You know. Uh, I I used to I used to work a lot, so um, it, it's it's changed. It's changed a big time. I, I like it. It can be stressful. It's just like any other job, you know. Every every job's got it's got its ups, its downs, and um, I like it, man. It's overall, it's been a good a good change, and and I, I like it, man. I spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, like, like what part of like what part of your life like. Because you said you worked at other place that wasn't tattooing. Yeah. So like, what part of your life did you just say, fuck it, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to go straight tattooing? Shit, man. I, I think it was whenever, um when I, when I was getting close to being 30, uh, I was, when I was You're 30, close dude? to 30. Yeah, yeah right. 32. He was young, right? 32, yeah. man. I'm 32. And uh, yeah. I was I was getting close to there and, and I had I had a job. I like driving. I've, I've driven to California. I've driven to Texas on my own and shit. And, and I was driving for that job. I liked the job. But I was busting my ass ninety hours in five days and shit. Damn. And uh, and I was like, man, you know what? I, I don't want to do this forever. I've been wanting a tattoo, and uh, and and that's when I came up with with Mel. I I got uh, you know I was like, hey man, well, how, how did that? Him? Let me get how, in there. How, did you just link up with him, or how did that like connection? It was kind of weird. We just linked up. Yeah. I don't know. I was on IG and ran across mm. him, and he hit me up, and we just started talking. 
Yeah. So I didn't. He wasn't even in the state. I was like, I was like, man, is he gonna come back here? What <laughs> so like, did you know him before? Or? No, I didn't. Know just him either, just no. from there. And see, see, the thing was, I had already, like you said earlier, you know, you. Incas used to be everybody knew about yeah, Incas yeah. and everything. It's still everybody knows it. But when I was eighteen, I remember I was like, "Man, shit!" I bought my little eBay machine, mm-hmm. and and I was like, "Oh, I want to start tattooing." Blah blah blah. There, I go with my little eBay machine, and I go, uh, I stop by their shop, and and I got <laughs> off the car, and I'm like, I'm, "I'm gonna see if they let me get in here, man." And I was making good money where I was at, so uh, I walked about halfway from the car to the door, and I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm making good money here. I don't want to fuck with it." Really? Blah, blah, blah. And then it took me a little over ten years to get back with them. You know, and here I am now. So that's really, you know, that's I, I went back to them and been a little over two years. It's your mind, man. Your mind is your own probably worst enemy. Dog. Probably needed that time though, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure if you would have went whenever you, that you were first going, you think it would have been any different. I you could have been know, like man. one of the artists. That came Maybe out I was already. I, I was I, after when I was 18. Uh, around that time, I started fucking around a lot, man. I was doing stupid shit and. And uh, so I, I don't know if uh, you never opened that been the door same though, thing. bro. You yeah. would have opened that door, you would have been a famous, yeah, you're right, fucking tattoo <laughs> chef with like right. mad bitches like, everywhere, dude. You would be metal right, right now. Know that. I, I <laughs> a lot of guys that that um that I got out of high school, and I and I trained them because they're badass artists. And um, Matt, he works in Rome. Chris, he works in Murray County. There was a lot of them. And I got straight out of that. And sometimes when you get into it that fast at that age, like you said, you're not ready for that. You know, if he, luckily he experienced, I think you have to experience real work to appreciate this. Tattooing. Because if you go into tattooing first, you're going to have a messed up sense of work. Because you're never, if you, if something happens to you or your hand, your ass ain't going to want to go back to work, work, and it's going to mess with you. So I really feel like you have to work before you do this. You don't have to, but if something happens in life that stops you, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And and I've seen it, you know, or you, or become a rock star because some of the guys take it to that level. It's a rock star level. (laughs) And if you take it to that level, you know, that's. Drugs, drinking, women, the whole nine yards. Then That's and could it's, be something it's hard else. To go, hard to go yeah. back to the nine to five, right? Where you have to make the money. It's hard, yeah. you know. I wasn't like that. Back. That's what I started the same like Richie. I was young and I, I tattooed all the friends, all the homies, did all that. Worked in a couple street shops in California and Vegas, just here and there. Popped off over here and got here, and I actually stopped tattooing. I wasn't going to do it no more. And then friends were like, yeah, you could tattoo. And then I, I tattooed with a homemade needle, you know, a gun with mm-hmm. with a guitar string and everything. And mm-hmm. I was really good with it back then. It was a one needle type thing. It took a little longer, but the work was good. It was prison work, you know. And um, I got here and I did it here and there. And I, and like, I bought my stuff and it wasn't the same. For one thing, I went from a rotary machine from back in the 80s and 90s to a magnetic which is totally different so i got thrown in the fire and i didn't really know what i was doing so i had to start over again but i lost the kid and that's what did it when Mm -hmm. i lost my son i was in the hospital for three weeks with my wife and everything i had nothing to do so i started drawing again and then i was i was like you know i'm gonna make my son my inspiration to do something that's awesome so i used him To go ahead and say, you know what? I got to get out of the mill and stop working for, you know, other people like that. I got this talent. I need to use it. And that's what I did. 
and he's at my shop. In fact, he's been on my shop the whole time. He's right above our door. Right. And wow. His um, his um, from his casket, his cross. So I try to keep some of him with me all Everybody. the time. Wow. So awesome. yeah, because he did help. Yeah. You know, it woke me up. Yeah. But I was lucky too that I got to work. I worked my ass off just like Richie. I busted my ass. I worked in the mills. I did all them hours, and it makes you appreciate it when you get there and you're like, I don't want to go back to that. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think um, I do think you know you, that ten year of like not going in that first time. I think it was good. You know, and like you even said, you know, you, you fucked around, but at least you got to live out those memories of fucking around, doing all of yeah. that. And then now you're like at a stable place. Yeah. Well, I man, think you're stable. I don't know. I, I think you might I be crazy. A lot, man. It, it helped me yeah, mature, mature a lot because I, I don't think I was ready for. Um, I think if I would have started, I would have found what I was looking for a lot easier. And yeah. you know, now I'm 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 not looking for that, so it's easier to get into this and uh and really uh, focus on work and and nothing else. There you go. Yeah. Talking so, about being ready. Are you fucking ready to throw some axes? <laughs> <laughs> go to big axe throwing right now and go throw some axes. Oh, hey, coming from the Stanley Oni Boys here. Ever want to throw some axes? Do you live in the Northwest Georgia area? Well, right here in Don Georgia, we have Big Axe Throwing. At Big's Axe, you can bring all your family and friends and throw axes. You can even play Zenga like my boy Don right here. Hey, Don from the Stanley Oni Boys. Here at Big's Axe, we're veteran owned, veteran friendly. Nothing like having a couple beers, throwing a couple axes with your friends. Isn't that right, Griffin? Oh, hey, it's Griffin. And when you hear your first bullseye here at Big Zach's, you get Viking up and you get a picture go on the wall. And we also have seasonal leagues where people can come out and participate in an eight-week league event for a chance to win some medals and, and uh, medallions. So make sure you come check them out at 825. Chattanooga Avenue. We're just not a business. We're a family. I saw All right, so oh, Mel, do, do this. Like no you said you were tattooing in the '80s. How the fuck was the '80s, dude? The '80s was dangerous, <laughs> real dangerous. There ain't nothing like the '80s now, man. You know, yeah, we have mass shootings and this, that, and the other, but the '80s, you got your ass kicked. Hell I mean, that yeah. was it. You know, back in the early '80s, it was a lot of fighting. We fought all the time, fist fought. Nobody, <laughs> nobody pulled a gun out till about '85. I swear, like '85, yeah. New Jack kind of all the crack and everything, and coke hit the streets really, really bad, and then it started shooting. Yeah. So '80s was something else, man. So you say you're from uh, Chicago. Yeah. How was it like growing up in there? Shy. It was. I mean, I loved it. I loved growing up in Chicago, but I mean, it was it it was crazy. I grew up in a in a bad area, and you know, I'm just glad I m- made it out of there. And so. how'd you end up over here? I mean, well, you said you were in Vegas, California. I went to Vegas how? first, and then um, how was Vegas, dude? Vegas was fun too. Except that's the problem. <laughs> how much you know? cocaine is there? <laughs> I tried the to hookers. Grow, I, was trying, the hookers. I was trying to kind of grow up or get out of being, you know, in the streets right. or hanging out. And you went I to went to a terrible from, place. I'm sorry I went, to do right. that. Dude. I went to, <laughs> got everything. Yeah, I just said Vegas. Hey guys, hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, I'm gonna get my stuff together and move to fucking Vegas. Yeah, great yeah. idea. <laughs> Straight from Vegas to California. Yeah, I was like, what the hell are you doing, dude? And I have family that um, military that down in Savannah area. They still retired there. Cousin of mine was. Um, over there in Vegas, and she seen me, and she was like, you got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and she was right. 
I had to get the fuck out of here. So you were I, that's when I moved that. here. Huh? Or when when was California and all that? With the whole thing. Vegas, California. Vegas, California. Uh, just couldn't I, pick- I, I was doing some bad stuff and probably don't want to talk about <laughs> it. Vegas, Vegas, California. How many hours is that? Like the drive? Uh, I, always, I, I hear people from the West Coast talk about like, oh, we're going to uh, Vegas for the weekend. Like it's nothing. I want to say six hours to Fresno oh, area yeah, from bad. Las Vegas. Six to eight, six to seven, something like that. It's like going to Florida. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's still a ride, but it's not that bad. No. I don't know. Man. I always see like documentaries about like the 80s and stuff, dude. I'm like, fuck. I feel like I was born in the wrong time, dude. <laughs> the 80s <laughs> were fun, really man. I, break, I broke dance. Um, yeah, huh? man. Break dance, oh, yeah. Dude. I break. I used to spray paint on buildings and freaking on trains. Yeah. You were the, you were the most. 80s person ever. Yeah, it was very 80s. I woke up with a balloon, boombox, boombox. I still wear my pumas. Oh yeah, man, it was it was good. It was fun. 80s were fun. There was a story you were telling us earlier before we started recording stuff about uh, you're at a rave and you're about to get in a fight. Oh yeah, the rave. Yeah, the, the 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 thing that you know. I grew up in in Chicago, and you know it wasn't cool to. At the time, you know, politically correct and all that crap like's going on now. Yeah. You know, nobody really, there weren't a lot of gays outright, you know. Now, in our Puerto Rican heritage and stuff, there were a lot of gays. And they were out in Chicago, trans and stuff like that, but they still try to hide it. But it was, you know, we grew up in church and stuff, so church had us thinking that that wasn't right. Right. You know, and it wasn't until I moved to more or less like the West Coast when I had situations where all the all the raves, they were pretty gay and lesbian, everything, you know, and, and regular. But that was when I probably first encountered um, a big scene of gays, you know, and I was scared at first. But then I almost got jumped by a whole bunch of gang members, and they actually came to my defense, 30, 40 of them. And I was glad because there was about 15, 20 of the other guys. And, wow. And it was something stupid, man. I pushed a dude by mistake. We're trying to get in the same place. He dropped his drink a little bit, and, of course, he turned around and said something. And I didn't back off. I went in his face. I didn't know he had a troop yeah. of dudes with him and the next thing I know I, I was getting surrounded by a troop of dudes and then here comes all the dudes from Fuck out yeah. the thing and yeah, yeah they jumped up and protect me and they told me we know you're heterosexual we we, we see you at all the raves we just want to um, you know back you, up. back you up you know and it was really cool and then I thought well damn man that was for some reason that reminds cool. me you ever seen like the Charlie Murphy like the Prince thing <laughs> where yeah. he like he's just like with a gang of like gay dudes yeah. That's, I don't know why that just reminds me of it. Like, I don't know why. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of leather, dude. It's a lot <laughs> of leather. That shit was no leather. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, how was the rave scene back then, too? Oh, like, that God. was fun, too. A lot of acid. A lot of, um... Well, see, I liked it acid. I wasn't into that, um... Kissing drug and all that yeah. stuff. What the hell is that called? Kissing drug? Yeah, you ecstasy. Know, ecstasy. Oh, yeah, and that's and that and at that at, at, at feels great actually. At that <laughs> time, it was real ecstasy, not freaking oh, what yeah, they yeah. got now, Molly and all that stuff. It was I liked acid, you know, acid, and you know you ate some or drank some orange juice and seen the tracers and just and I love huh? I love to dance. Did what? What is he on acid? Seen the like? tracers? Yeah, you know, like all the lights and everything. If you uh, if you oh. eat fruit, it it. Actually makes it more intense. Really? So oh, that's you that's why you oh, see so all those pattern, people like with patterns that, and right. shit. And you just be in another world. And then you dance for eight to twelve hours. I mean, crazy. Damn. Yeah, you people have to drink like a lot of. Yeah, 
Then one time, Adon was talking to this girl, and he was like, "Hey, what you doing?" And she was like, "Just doing acid and just showing him a picture." Bro, like, like it was chill. Like, like we were having a normal conversation. Oh, how was work? Yeah. Oh, what are you, you up to? I said, I don't know. I'm tripping balls off of acid. I'm like, <laughs> like it was normal. I'm like, all right, man. I'll talk to you tomorrow, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't think I could talk to people tripping. Tripping is if you're really tripping balls, you ain't talking. Yeah, right. Yeah, I like that's to what be I'm in the '80s just to show my chest hair, man. Yeah. Oh, that was the thing. Oh, right? the, the little chest like the little V, yeah. the little gold chain, right there. the gold chain. Like, yeah, the just the drip. Right or the, the drip. or the suit jacket <laughs> with like the collar over the suit jacket. Oh man, that's a move, bro. I just watched. I watched Scarface like three times. It's been on Netflix, dude. I've been quoting that movie all fucking day. But then the fights day. were different, dude. Like, imagine you try to fight somebody, you step on your bell bottoms. Oh, true. <laughs> true. Oh, true. Oh, I'm fucked up. Yo, I stepped like, on my bell bottoms, dude. He fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, same, oh, never mind. <laughs> so my dad, my dad's sixty, and like whenever he was growing up, he would uh, he would bring it up all the time. He's like, yeah, bro. He's like, would be out like in like the because he lived in Texas, right? And then, like he would go from Mexico to Texas and like to Virginia, just wherever. Like they were doing like the like the labor and like picking fruit and all that right. stuff and vegetables. And like he's like, yeah, bro. He's like, would go out on town. He's like. These motherfuckers would bring like the dipsticks out of like the oil, like the out of the cars. He's like, just start whipping the fuck out of people when they got in fights. He's like, they would carry chains, wrap them around their hands, like brass knuckles. He's like, they just carry a bunch of random shit just to beat the fuck out of people. Did like they park their cars, pop the hood up? We gotta yeah, take yeah. this just in case. Like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? That's, That's what, what I was ran- thinking about. Damn, I never yeah. thought about it. Dipstick. That's my muffler, man. In my head, I thought about it like they're arguing. He's like, hold on, I got something for your ass. Instead of popping the hood, fucking steering wheel. They got detachable steering wheels, dude. The other day I saw you remember like back in the day we used to put like that little lock on the steering wheel. Yeah, bro, I saw that shit like a piece of shit car the other day, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's stealing this. Ain't nobody gonna steal that shit, dude. (laughs) That was wrong. So there's a 1994 Honda Accord. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell are you doing, dude? Dream, man. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, where are you from, Rich? Uh, well, I, I grew up here in Dalton, man. Uh, born in Fresno, California. Yep, shout I grew out. up here in Dalton. This this is where I, I went to school. Everything. Uh, this is all I know. Dalton moved to I, when, when I turned eighteen. I moved here and there. Uh, Florida, uh, Mississippi, boring as fuck. Mississippi. Why? Why? Why yeah. those jobs? Jobs just okay. for work. Work and um. Uh, it was it was just uh, I wanted to move, man. I think everybody everybody I think everybody in Dalton wants to get out of Dalton, and then they end up back in Dalton, man. (laughs) So So, (laughs) I moved here and there, man. How's like your upbringing in Dalton like at the time? I mean, you're not too much older than us, but. Like yeah, how was the nineties, dude? Yeah. It was <laughs> <laughs> like the eighties, but I got I got to do the uh the you hit the TV to make it uh oh, to see the yeah, picture yeah, yeah. on there. We used to put a co-hanger, that, dude. dude. <laughs> like a co-hanger in the body. Yeah. I didn't even and have a TV, man. Y'all it, privileged as fuck, dog. <laughs> Y'all privileged as fuck. Got to put the, to connect the, the window, dog. The color TV, yeah. you know, connect the box to make it color from black and white, you know. Damn. <laughs> that was a move, man. Like, nah, it, was, it was good, man. It was coming up like first, like game systems, first everything. That's a, yeah, we did a lot of that with my brothers. I got two other brothers and 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 my sister, but we we used to um we used to game a lot, do a lot of we, we used to watch a lot of wrestling too. So oh uh, yeah, okay. we used to watch that shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but we we went all out, man. We did the whole shit. We 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 had somebody at the lights. And so when somebody starts walking in, somebody play the music, and then somebody oh, had the lights and like shit. We broke like a couple beds, you know, like oh, just fucking, like beds, fucking DDT and shit on there, man. <laughs> Yo, so me was, and my brother were pretending to wrestle. Uh, somebody had thrown like a. We used to live in a little trailer park when, first, when my parents first moved into Dalton, hmm. and uh, 
Yeah, somebody threw out a dump, like a, a bed with springs. It was out by the dumpster. <laughs> so we were wrestling, just fucking like jumping off the dumpster onto the bed and all kinds of shit. And just out of nowhere, like my brother throws me and like he lands on me. And somehow I got a spring stuck through the oh, bottom of my oh, eyelid. Shit. Oh my God. And like, I'm just like, I was like, I think like six at the time. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was crazy because. At that time, you're like, fuck, I don't want to tell my parents you're going to get mad. But I'm like, yeah, hey, you, yeah, can, you can yeah. lose your fucking eye, dog. Dude, like, that, happened, that happened to me with, with my older brother, man. This uh, this dude went to go visit my dad. So we, he had, he was riding his bike, and and uh, and we decided to take his bike. Oh, my I'm riding up on the front, dude. <laughs> and and, uh, kids, and, and he's, he's, he's pedaling and shit. And, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm riding like on the fucking bar, and my leg goes up in between the wheel and shit. Oh. We flipped, dude. Boom! It's like, we landed there. I couldn't move, and, and, and my little brother's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go tell my dad." We're like, "Nah, man, don't go tell him. Don't go tell him I couldn't I'm move." Good. Luckily, man, some some dudes they stopped right there. Dude, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. So, some dudes stopped there, like, "Hey, man, look, they look like they got fucked up," and they go and they they pull my this this dude had to pull my leg out of that shit, man. And oh, even man. like that, my leg was fucked up. I didn't want him to call my dad, man. I was like, "Fuck no, don't do that shit." My dad, he, he literally, my brother got fucked up one we were racing like in the bikes and and you know next thing you know my brother we went around this curve and and he scraped against like a brick wall ah. so he fucked himself up he needed stitches on that shit he's got uh. blood going my dad grabbed a fucking bottle of tequila to just pour that oh, shit on there, man. Oh my, my brother was dancing and shit. And I was like, oh, fuck, good thing I didn't get fucked up, dude. That would have been me. Like, oh, oh shit. Man. Oh, God, man. Like, I feel like Mexican dads back in the day, man, they were like, right? any little cut you got, like, because uh, my neighbor, like, when we lived at the trailers, he had got, like, a nasty-ass cut. Like, he would always fuck with cars and shit. Nasty-ass mm. cut. He opened the little, like, the acid lid on the batteries Dipped his finger in it oh, oh. and like pulled it out just so he could like fucking like cauterize the cut. Oh, and he's like, "Are we good?" He just kept on working on the car. Yeah, God, who's your shit. fucking who's that bad Scarface? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude, it was wild, man. Top five favorite wrestlers, dude. <laughs> Give us your top five, dude. Top five favorite wrestlers right now, dude. Of all time. Ah oh, shit, man. Stone Cold. I like Stone Great Cold. Great choice. Nah. Stone Cold these beers, real quick. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> Stone Cold. Um. Undertaker, uh, let's see. You see his documentary, dog? His documentary, crazy. Oh, man. yeah. Yeah, man. Kane, um, well, what was it? Uh, Bret Hart was good. Um, man, you old school, bro. Yeah, I'm a old Yeah. <laughs> and who else was it, man? I gotta pick them good. Um, you got one more. Shit. I, what, what was his name? Uh, Triple H, man. Triple, Triple H. H was the game. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Go ahead. Give us your five, dude. Let's go real old school. Yeah, my five, you know, are from the 80s almost. <laughs> I do like Sting, but Sting Sting was one. And I do like the guys from down the road that fought for uh, Michigan. What were the Steiner brothers? Mm. I liked it, both the Steiners. And I know they're a little older. Those are probably yeah. 90s. Wow. And then, of course, you got to give the Hulk his... His dude, yeah. you know, and oh boy, man, the big giant, Andre the Giant, the real giant, yeah, the yeah. real giant, and um, shoot, there's just so many back then. Jim Duggan with his wood, oh, the hacksaw, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, there was a lot Dang. of them back then. I, I that man used to carry them. a fucking two by, four two by four and a flag to the ring, yeah. dude. <laughs> That's like yeah, just a lot of shit, shit, dude. The, like, bush, <laughs> the bushwhackers, oh yeah, yeah man, they lick people's face all the time. Yeah, that was the shit. 
I saw I saw a video on YouTube that this guy he put it was like he was talking about wrestling, but he had said Stone Cold is the Michael Jordan of wrestling, and then right behind him the Rock is the LeBron James of wrestling. That's a good comparison. Would y'all agree with that? Yeah, I could get with that, man. I, I, I can't, but I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you say then? I, I, I mean, I don't know. See, The Rock, to me, he is the epitome now. I mean, I mean the Rock being yeah. president. Some, oh, some, people, some people yeah. forget that The Rock was a wrestler, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Forget, they don't even know. Literally, no, man, even I people, forget sometimes, dude. Like, I'm watching people, fucking Fast yeah. and the Furious. I'm like, this is a motherfucker that was fucking... Some people think they're two different people. Dwayne The Rock. Dwayne The Rock. Some people say, hey, uh, what, what do you... Do you live under a rock or something? I say, <laughs> I say do you live under Dwayne Johnson? That's what I say. And, yeah. and so yeah, they just they don't forget. I'm like, oh, I mean, uh, like, I mean, The Rock. You know who's wrestler, right? It's like, what am I? Yeah, how do you think you got the stupid ass name, Ooh, The Rock? No, yeah. he was a wrestler. That's crazy. Like, yeah. like when you become like so successful in a thing, people forget. Like, like fucking Will Smith, from. dude, yeah. or Ice Cube. Like, yeah. they just like so successful. And I like, got other shit. Mm-hmm. Man, you go from like Ice Cube, like NWA, to like making a uh, road are trip. Are we there yet? Yeah, are, yeah, are, we, there are we there yet? yet? Or Ice T, which one were you talking about? Oh, Ice T is probably the best one that because he came from he was a military man, he was a pimp, and then he was a, a rapper, a rapper, right? He's and now a, he's, he's on the star, best though. damn show of all time. Some you know, some people insane. would say he was more of like a rock star than a, than, a, than like a, a well. A rapper. See, I grew up in if anybody. People out there that are old like me, <laughs> yeah. they know him from like breaking days. And his first thing, he wasn't into rock then. He was rap. Okay. And he did like Beat Street, Break Dance, all them damn shows that were on there. Like the, I mean, kind of like this, you know, it was down to earth, people talking. They showed the streets. He was in them. He was That's in what we them. We do, all. bro. That's earth yeah. talking, show the streets. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He was in them. And that was cool, you know, and that's why he got where he's at. And, you know, he ain't never, like, sold out. He still talks the way he talked yeah. before he got on there. He, he never sold. All his, all his shows were empty as fuck, dog. <laughs> <laughs> never, never sold out. Well, yeah, that, that too. That, that's why he's acting. Nah, More money. His wife's still fine as fuck, though, bro. Shout out his the wife, dude. Is that, it still with that girl? The Coco. The Coco. Oh, bro, yeah. The white girl. I don't think yeah, I've ever seen her work. Never seen her work. Nah, she's a star. I think, I think she, she did a couple of them joints, bro. Shout out I don't to know about that. No. <laughs> so then, Babe, I, I didn't say no. <laughs> so then, what, what did it take for you to get to to your shop at now? Was it just like an open spot, and you were like, "Yo, we should relocate." Well, I gotta say, you know, I have a business partner, and um, he was from up here. Uh, I probably would have moved closer to Rome, or even in the Calhoun area. But I worked with dudes in Rome and Calhoun, and I didn't want to step on their feet. That's where it comes back to that. It did mm-hmm. back then. It, you didn't want to do that. You know, we had this movie shop at least 20, 30 miles away from your yeah. homeboy. You know, and, and so and that's most of the old people, all older people, did that. Um, he, Steve, was the one who said, "Hey, let's go to Dalton," because he was from up here, and he was like, "There's a lot of Latins up there. You could play off your heritage and blah blah blah." And I was like. I had already been up to Dalton. I didn't like it. But but when I came up to Dalton, I seen a different Dalton 26 years ago. I worked for Walmart. I was a district manager for the floor division. And when I was, I was up here. And all I seen was like 
country people spitting on the floor, you know, tobacco. And I was like, oh, Lord. And this was a long time ago. A bunch of Dominicans so the, with I, well, There weren't even no Dominicans here yet. <laughs> this was 26 years ago. It was Mexicans, but I didn't see nobody Very, yet. Yeah. You know, they were here, but we weren't like... Here, you know, like how we are, because this is like, right, ha- and um, in Rome it wasn't even like that, and I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll I'll try it, but that's an hour ride for me, so I drove an hour for well, still I drive forty five minutes now. Wow. I live on the farther end, but for almost twenty years, nineteen years, I've drove all my time back and forth. But he's right. When I first got up here, it didn't happen like he thought. You know. I, if it wasn't for all my white Americans that knew me already, yeah. Yeah. we wouldn't have stood alive here. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Gringos one time, man. Gang, gang. That, that's Be- what kept you open. And then Because they, they followed me from Calhoun. And then the Latins from Calhoun followed me. And then slowly but surely, people heard about me here. And they're like, hey, you know, a Latin dude's over there. And then I had a lot of Amer- um, white Americans that came in and they were like, oh, fuck this shit. It's a Mexican tattooing. And I was really? like, oh, wow, what the fuck, man? Like Mexican. You know, I'm Puerto Rican and Mexican. <laughs> yeah. nah, but they didn't give oh, a that's shit. Even, that's even worse. <laughs> you're, two, you're two Mexicans. You're two type of Mexicans. <laughs> so they left, and they started to see my work. Well, they came back, and they're like, hey, man, I'm sorry, man. I seen your work, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, I knew that's what would happen. And at the time, I was like, you know... I'm gonna help my people out. So you, know? you literally hear them say, "Oh no, nah, fuck!" There's a Mexican working here, and they oh, walk fuck out. Fuck yeah, That's man! That's insane. That is insane to think of now. Nowadays, that is insane to think about right now. Yeah, they, yeah, they did say that, and I thought. Oh, what the fuck, man! You know, that's some <laughs> shitty shit. But wild, I mean, it was said. You know, I'm. The 90s, the 80s. I mean, you know, it wasn't like it is now. You're right. People could say pretty much what they wanted to. And and you whooped their ass or you didn't. You know, it's just basically what it was. It's not as like it is now. It's a little bit more free speech. (laughs) 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 But I tell him, I brought my son up. I said, don't believe that shit. You still can get knocked out. There is still people out there that will hold you accountable. And that's the one thing you got to think of. When saying something in front of, oh, trust me, I said something. Get the fuck out. You know what? Yeah. I don't want to tattoo you either then. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I mean, in the same aspect, I wanted to help my people out because I know that the Latins up here were getting a lot of fucking flack because they were from Mexico or first generation. And I'm here quite a bit more. I know the streets. I can relate. I can talk to them. They like me. So I knew I can help break walls down. And right. we did. We broke a lot of walls down. So you say you're Mexican and uh, Puerto Rican. So which one is Mexican? Which one's Puerto Rican? My dad is from Puerto Rico. Yeah, he's from Puerto Rico, which I mean, he's dead. He passed away. He he was Rest a gang peace. member in Chicago. He got yeah. killed over there. Yeah, us Caribbeans don't last that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, my dad. I got 14 brothers, man. What do you think he was doing? Brothers. And that's not from my mom. Jeez. I got 16 yeah. brothers. See, that's what I'm saying. Why do you think they don't last? Lost the Mexican my, girls they're weak on their mat. Their daddies want to kill them. My brother has a daughter that's four years old. My dad has a daughter that's three years old. Dude. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But my mom's Mexican and Comanche Indian. So uh, is that yeah, Incas thing came native. from. It's kind of like where 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 it came from. Came from from that. So that's cool. Man. What about you, Rich? How many siblings you got? Uh, I got, is your dad Puerto Rican? I got two brothers. No. I got two no. brothers, uh, both Mexican. I got two brothers and one sister, and that's it, man. We're we're both Mexican. My parents, they're in Mexico. What part of Mexico are they from? Uh, Guanajuato and Michoacan. Oh, yeah, Hell gang, yeah. Gang. 
Was the last? Oh, you went over there recently, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was over there. Man. How, how was your time over there, man? It was good, man. It was chill. Um, everything's changed. It's not as bad as it used to be with all the cartels and all that bullshit. It's, Bro, you I, t- you tell a white person you're going to Mexico, they're like, "Oh my god, be careful!" I'm like, careful. chill out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, you you tell then they're like, "I won't go over there." It's either that or they tell you how much they love the zip lining there, dude. <laughs> Or the beach. The beach. <laughs> I, think they, I think they just think it's just so much sip lining everywhere yeah. you go, dude. Now, well, hey, if I didn't if I didn't have family there or whatever, I wouldn't be going I'd probably be going to the beach too, man. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> be going to Cancun. Exactly. Like, but yeah. but it's good, man. We had uh just uh, I got to see people, my family, everything. Had a good time. It was chill. Drink some uh, beer and Hell yeah. that's it, man. That's typical shit to do in Mexico. So, Go over there and party a little bit. Yeah. So you've you been tattooing for a, for a few years, man. Would you mm-hmm. right now say it's pretty easy still to be motivated to tattoo and feel good about it? Yeah, it is. Um, it, it's not easy, but it's uh, you you got to find your motivation. Uh, it's right. I I usually I, I I focus on one thing, and then a, a lot of things. Uh, you know, my motivation is. Uh, sometimes I, I try to learn something new and I'm like, you know what, man? Like, let me try this shit. I see somebody, I get a lot of motivation from other artists and I'm like, I you know what? I thought you were going to say from me. I like, like hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from him right there. I like, I like his sleeve right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and right. I get motivation from other, uh, other artists and, and I'm like, shit, well, let me try that. I try it and I like it and I'm like, well, I tried that, you know, and, and I'm learning everything. It's like any other job. You never stop learning and... And uh, I don't think, uh, you know, years from now, I don't think I'll, uh, I'll know everything ever. You'll I'm, I'm going to keep learning. More yeah. Uh, yeah. True. And it's true. Sometimes I learn something and, and I'm like, fuck, well, I got this shit down. And then next thing you know, like six months later, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, damn, I got to go back to that. Yes. And and I got to think about it. I'm like, yep. I feel like I'm having sex, and... dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got this down pack. And then I had a half night. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, but it, it's good, man. It's. <laughs> It's really it's it's a little complicated to learn, um, but once you sort of get the uh, the idea of it, uh, you it's it's easier to push it together. Uh, like when you see something, you want to try something new. You can sort of get the idea. Like, well, you know, if I'm trying to do color, whatever, you know, it it, it gets a little easier, but it's always a little hard, man. A, a little difficult. It's it's hard to describe. I saw this um TikTok was like this dude was like oh this tattoo artist he came up. <laughs> Oh, no, I mean Instagram real, Instagram real. Okay, I swear okay. to God, Instagram real. Okay, okay. I hate TikTok, but you know, it's Instagram real is like the same thing. So yeah, but um, but I saw that it was like this um, like I guess like a little skit. Like the guy went up to a tattoo artist. I'm like, hey man, do you have any like cool ideas you want to do? And the tattoo artist like, yeah. I'm like, you want to do it on me? He's like, for real, it's like anything you want. It's like, yeah, sure. So if someone came up to you like that, just said anything you want, any ideas you have, wherever. Would that just be like a field day for you, or would you even yeah, know it's, what to? It's good because uh, I mean that that's that's better. I, I like when people say that sometimes, but when, when they mean it, man, when they <laughs> really, sometimes yeah. sometimes you show them you're like they say, "Hey, man, well, I want to get the, it's whatever you want. Hey, you're the artist, man. You let me know, blah blah." I'm like, you know what, man? I've, I've really been feeling this shit, blah. blah. Oh man, but you know what? <laughs> like, all right, so it's not really yeah, what I want. So, it's not what so I, I don't like letting people. Uh, Choose, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, let, letting people let me choose, you know, I usually tell them, look, I'm not going to pick what you want, man, but yeah. if they're really down for it, like, there's some shit, like, 
For example, right now I've been running. Uh, uh, I've been wanting to do some really grungy shit, like some uh, maybe in some like like zombie shit, you know, some yeah. sick type of work. But yeah. uh, not everybody's down for that, you know. They, there's people. There's a certain group for that, yeah. uh, just like every other type of work, you know. And but there are people out there they like that shit. But I would really like to get into something like that for sure. Yeah. I feel like I do that at restaurants, man. They're like, what you want to order? I'm like, what do you recommend? Like, and, they, the fuck and they tell me what they recommend. I'm like, nah. I'm going to get the same thing I've always got for the past yeah. five years. Let me get the same thing. I don't eat here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, Damn. So let me get the Fiesta Lime chicken. <laughs> Facts, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'll say, man, Richie, I'm not going to go with anybody else. I'm, I'm going with you to finish this yeah, song, yeah, man, dog. I appreciate that. What am I going to get? I don't know. I'll think about it, dog. When <laughs> man, I think about it and I got know. more money, I'll come to you, dude. Yeah, dude I'm going to yeah. get a pinup girl right here, take care of you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did talk about getting a pinup girl. <laughs> I don't want to go That's back. always classic, man. Yeah? No, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. But uh, so what about you, man? You've been trying for a little bit longer. How do you stay motivated? Well, um. It's took years to motivate myself, but really who motivates me are people like Rich, G, people out there that are, are pushing the limits of them. It makes me push my limits. Why? Because I say, well, I got to stay up with these guys. I can't let them pass me. I got to keep learning. I got to keep doing. I, I watch the other guys around this area and I watch more around this area because that's who's. That's who I'm up against in a sense. Right. I'm not going out and looking at California and stuff like that. And I'm not and I'm not up against them like that either. They just help me motivate myself. Friendly competition. To keep you know. going. You and you need kids. that. Yeah. Because if you don't, you get in a rut. And then you're like, oh man, and you don't want to do it. See, when he pushes the envelope, that makes me push the envelope. And if Daniela goes in there, she starts doing shit. It makes me like, whoa shit. You know? But we all got different styles, and that's the other thing. You gotta see the style. You know, it's it, it's just that, you know, you can't apples to oranges. You know, everyone's got their niche. You just got to find what niche you like and then go from there. But it helps me a lot watching these young guys come up here now. There's so many of them. And, you know, watching them do all that stuff is, is cool. You know, I know I'm 50-something years old. I ain't got a million years in this game. You know, my hands aren't going to last forever. And I know that. And, you know everything else we don't know what's going to happen with life yesterday was a year that my brother died from covid wow. and you know sorry, sorry, we, sorry. he was 49 years old man prime of his life worked in vegas he was a teamster finally got his shit together and boop, just like that last year i had open heart surgery i wasn't ready really? for that what? like oh my god just i thought i had covid here <laughs> i am at the hospital nope you're not going home you gotta have open heart surgery wow. i was like damn man the 80s baby the <laughs> 80s. <laughs> I'll catch yeah. it up to you, yeah. bro. <laughs> well, yeah, it is in a sense. <laughs> Damn, so like, how was that open heart surgery? Like, ooh, it's rough, man. It's rough. You got to be strong because it's rough. It'll break you. You never make it. You weak fuck. Your, you, your body, physical. Usually that'll be okay. It's the mental part of that. I mean, they whipped you open. They stopped your heart. That's they insane. put new plumbing. Oh they started God. it up again. I mean, you basically just died for a couple yeah, seconds, right? Yeah, yeah you or basically died probably. for a little while, and yeah. they put you back together, brought you back. You, you know, hopefully you come back. You're pissing out of a tube for a couple days. You're, I mean, it's pretty but demoralizing. Up after that must be the greatest feeling. Like, fuck, I'm here. I'm no, actually, I'm that's when the that's when the pain stops. Yeah. When you're asleep, you don't know nothing. No, but I'm saying waking up for I me, mean, you're like, fuck, I made it. You know what no, I mean? No, no like, brother, fucking take me. You know no, what I, I could? Die. What I see? <laughs> I hey, die. this is. I'm not lying. You don't see shit. 
You hear people around you. You're coming out of it. You see shadows. You're freaking hurting, and you don't know why. Because you didn't hurt when you went to surgery. Yeah. Think yeah. about it. You yeah. were fine. Now you woke up, and you're sore as hell. And then the minute you wake up, and you're good enough to... They're making your ass walk. You got to walk 60 feet. You gotta, you're like, whoa. You can't even breathe. Yeah. They got tubes in you that are into your lungs and heart that are draining the fluid. You're like, oh, man, what God. the hell? You got to carry them with you everywhere. Yeah, yeah you got yeah. the little thing. The you got to drag it. and yeah. it, it. I don't know, man. It takes a minute to... After, you're like, oh, I lived. But during that, you're thinking, oh, man, maybe I should have died. This is horrible. It was yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty rough, man. It's And then when they pull the shit out of you, it's even rougher. You're, they're like, I got to pull these tubes out of you. And you're like, what the hell? Because these tubes, they got ridges. And they just... Oh. So you just feel that... I mean, it's... And you're like, oh. But instantly, you could breathe again. Because they had it on your lungs, your heart. And then after that, they take the wee-wee one out. And that one, <laughs> that one hurts too, but it's not as bad as these. These are up yeah. in your shit. So, like, after you getting out of that, like, did you even want to go back to, like, work? Well, I'm like all of you guys. We got to work. Yeah, all, all of us. <laughs> I didn't have, Oh, you don't have to work? No. <laughs> he doesn't have a job. Oh. Yeah. Well, I went back to work. Thank God Richie and them were there holding down the dang thing because oh, they yeah. opened up the from the COVID pretty fast. The day yeah. that they told me I, I had to stay... They opened our shop. And, you know, awesome. that saved my life because I'm a worker. If they would have opened it up at the beginning <clears throat> of the week, I wouldn't have did that surgery. I would have went back to work because I was like, I got to work. You know, yeah. that's just me. I got to go to work. And um, I was already stuck in there. And I was like, well, let's just do this. So, and that's crazy. I talked to my brother. That's the last day I talked to my brother. The day that I went into surgery. Wow. And a week later, he was dead. I went home, tried to call him, tried to call him. No answer, no nothing. Couldn't get a hold of him. But that's how we were. Kind of like all your brothers. I'm sure you don't talk to all of them. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't talked to my little brother in like a year, dude. So there's times where it goes like that. And I just talked to him. So I'm like, all right, nothing will happen. Next thing I heard, I'm getting called. He's dead. So, I mean, you just never know. So I was dying to get to work, dude. I was out of work for like three months, almost three months. I wanted to come to work so bad. And the doctors wouldn't let me. Yeah. And I wasn't ready. I was, I was, I was, I thought I was ready, but mentally it takes about a good three months to, to, to cut it out. I mean, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't lay on my sides. I couldn't roll over. I had to sleep in one of those chairs that like lift you. So yeah, it was I'm sorry. Yeah, the whole experience, that sounds great. Yeah. I hope you don't have to go through it, brother. No, yes. <laughs> Everything sounds horrible except the chair. Oh, the chair oh, sounds oh, great. Oh, no, that, great. that even sucks too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Damn it, that's awesome, man. Rich, um, Mel, anything else you guys want to talk about before we close this out? Anybody you want to shout out? You just want to something oh, on your real mind? Quick too, uh, shout out G G. Like showed a bunch of shout love out for you Thank you, G. Tell G. All you. Shout out shout out Daniela again, man. Hey. Yeah, shout you should have came through, dog. Yeah, shout yeah, out Daniela. Where are you? Get your shit together, shorty. Get your shit together, <laughs> right. I guess I just like to give a, a big up to all these young guys out there. You all know who you are. Even the ones that you probably think I don't like or I'm mad at. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. What did Tupac say? Yeah, man, same here, man. Big shout out to everybody tattooing, especially all these artists, man. They're all homies, and, and that's it, man. All right, so before appreciate we leave, you guys. three yeah, things no, you guys are thankful y'all. for, man. Start it off with Rich, Richie Rich. Three things thankful for? Yeah, man. 
Oh <laughs> shit, man. Uh, I know the whole time I've been talking about dicks and bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> In the 80s. Yes. But. Uh family, man. Really, my family being there for me. Uh, you know, I've had some rough times and 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 you know, even through friends and everything, they've been the ones that always stick around, man. Always uh when when it goes down to zero and below zero, they're still there. Uh, family and and my job really get, getting into everything I've learned and everything has helped me a lot. This uh, tattooing, is, I love it. And um, third is I guess shit my maturity, man. I've I've grown Need grown that. as a person and yeah. and uh, I'm a different person from what I used to be. Quit all my stupid shit and 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 that's pretty much. I fuck up every now and then. I still do. Hey, but, but players I fuck think up, that's man. expectable. Players and, fuck up, and uh, I, there's always got to be a little bit of room for fuck ups. It's a learning process, though. That, that's what keeps you alive. At uh, sometimes, you know. But um, uh, besides that, I'm I'm grateful for everything right now, man. All right, Melly Mel, take us out. Well, I'm gonna have to give the the big man up there. I know a lot mm. of us give him a shout Kevin out, Durant. you know, and I know everybody <laughs> else out there. And he kept me here. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> for Hell another yeah. year at least and Absolutely. I'm I'm happy for that. Awesome. My family, he's right, you know, my kids, my wife, everybody like that, my grandma, everybody's still kicking, still praying for me every night. How old is your grandma, dude? She's ninety years old. Wow. Yeah, she's still that's the one that's Comanche Indian and Mexican, so she's still oh, Native American. Yeah, no, yeah, she's still Indian, I, I think it's that spirit. Yeah. They don't want to see their their job's not done here because if they see family members still like messing up or ain't got their shit together, they can't go. Still a mission. Yeah. And then I guess I'd like to just thank everyone out there for letting me um talk to you for a little while and these guys here, thanks. The fans. Oh, man. Yo, thank you guys. Incas baby, as always, check them out here. Check them out the studio. Gang gang. Thank Dime G, le pasé por lado y no lo vi, no lo vi, no lo quiero ni un ching, ni en el de San Valentín, si quieren guerra conmigo papi no vemos en el ring.